And, you know, I kind of miss having our live audience, Courtney, at Ribfest. Oh, that audience. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. We never have an audience. We don't, but that's why I miss it from Ribfest. True. Very yeah. true. Last week, we were live at Ribfest celebrating our one-year anniversary. Yep. And now here we are again. And now here we are. We got to be serious today. We are like, you sure? No joking. No joking. No joking around. But you know what? Actually, I think we will because we have some questions for these two guys at the end that'll be more jokes, don't you think? I think so. Okay. I think we need to discuss some serious topics here yep. that's happening in Walworth County. Yep. And um, yeah, and then we're kind of going to ask them some fun questions at the end. Yeah. If anybody uh, has been looking around their homes places of business, anything like that in the last couple months, they've been seeing signs everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. We should play the song sign, signs everywhere. Everywhere. There's a sign. Do you know the, do you know the words that? No, I just know the signs, signs everywhere, signs. signs. That's it. Who's it by? (laughs) That I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Do you guys know who it's from? Tesla. Oh, oh, boom. Okay. okay. Here's the DJs getting up exactly. by the undersheriff. <laughs> <laughs> the undersheriff of Walworth County. We have Dave Gerber. And then we also have Tom Hausner. Yep. So how do you want to start this? Which one? Who do you want to talk to first? We have so many questions for both of you guys. I know. Uh, you know, um, Dave Gerber running for sheriff. Uh, of course, current sheriff Kerp. Picknell is retiring at the end of the year. So, um, this is a, this is a big race. It's huge. And now both candidates, you, Dave and Konopsky are both Republican candidates. Is that correct? That's correct. So there's no Democrat running. No. Okay. 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 You and I had that. I know we were asking ourselves beforehand. Okay. Exactly. So is it just a Republican candidate? That's fine. Yes. Great. Okay. Yeah. So let's start out with your background. Where'd you go to school, training, anything that you'd like the audience to know? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, Again, I'm Dave Gerber. Uh, I went to uh, college at the University of Wisconsin-Platteville. When I uh, graduated from Platteville with a degree in criminal justice, I was first hired with the Village of East Troy Police Department, where I spent two years full-time from 1995 to 1997. And in 1997, I was hired at the sheriff's office. Um, I stayed on with the village of East Troy for an additional 15 years part-time after that. Oh, wow. Um, but um, I started as a patrol deputy with the sheriff's office in 1997. Um, I was promoted to detective. Uh, and then I was promoted to lieutenant. As a lieutenant, I was in charge of training and planning. So what that means is basically I'm in charge of all the training uh, for the agency from all of our divisions, from the sworn deputy sheriffs to the correctional officers to 911 dispatchers and all the administrative staff. I did that for eight years and I was promoted to uh, captain, uh, oversaw the su- uh, support services division. And the support services division encompasses the court security, the fleet management, IT, training, central records, um, and a lot of administrative areas of the department. And then for the last uh, five years prior to being under sheriff, I was a uh, captain of the patrol division. And my responsibilities were basically running the uh, you know, the patrol division, the uniform deputies you see out on patrol. And uh, two and a half years ago, Sheriff Picknell um, asked me to be his undersheriff when then undersheriff Kevin Williams uh, retired. Okay. Wow. A lot of experience. No kidding. I feel kind of like, oh, okay, here's here's my resume and here's Dave's. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a little bit different 14 field. pages long right now, I know. Okay, so then Tom Hausner. Yes, ma'am. 
I know your, your background because I've read it on Facebook and it's quite lengthy as well. So you want to give us like, just like a little short version of your background sure. if you can. <laughs> um, I graduated Bigfoot High School, joined the United States Marine Corps three days after graduation, spent four years in the United States Marine Corps um, as a sergeant in aviation supply um, while I attended colleges, college courses in the Marine Corps. Um, in the Marine Corps, I was hired part-time by the city of Meridian, Mississippi as a police officer. Okay. Um, when I transferred to North Carolina, I was hired by Emerald Isle uh, Police Department. Um, I became a certified law enforcement officer in North Carolina. Um, and was hired full-time by Emerald Isle, but decided to come back to Wisconsin. Okay. Um, after returning to Wisconsin, I worked for Williams Bay Police Department full-time, and I was hired by the Sheriff's Office uh, in the February of 85. Um, I have a long history with the Sheriff's Office. My father started on the department in 1954 and worked his way up to the patrol division commander, and we worked together for actually three weeks. I couldn't get hired until he was retiring because of nepotism. In my time at the sheriff's office, I was very blessed um, to attend a lot of what I call high-speed, low-drag schools. And uh, one of them was the FBI National Academy 177th session. It's kind of like the top gun of law enforcement. Dave is also a graduate of the FBI NA as well. Wow. Okay. Um, Wow. So um, during my time at the sheriff's office, I was a sergeant, uh, a shift commander of the patrol division. Um, I also worked in charge of central records at a transition time when one of the department heads was leaving and we transitioned there. So I supervised um, central records. I worked in the jail. When I started, we actually worked in the jail as deputies. I also worked in communications as a dispatcher and call taker because you did that back when I started in 85. So a little experience that most deputies don't have now Mm -hmm. because it's simply not done. There's there's civilians that are hired for that or different different, um, divisions. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I also was a, what do we call a plank member of the SWAT team of Walworth County. Okay. I spent 20 some years on the SWAT team and 12 years as a SWAT commander, um, d- dealing with a lot of um, training. Mm-hmm. And during that time as a SWAT commander, our team was selected as SWAT team of the year three times. Dang. Okay. So Dave, is this why you chose Tom as your under sheriff if you guys are elected? How long have you guys known each other? I right. should ask that too. I've known Tom for almost uh Almost 30 years. Wow. Um, I wow. first met Tom when I was working in East Troy. Tom was the director of security and operations for Alpine Valley Music Theater for a number of years. And okay. at that time, he was hiring um, off-duty police officers to work security there. Oh. So I had called him, didn't didn't know Tom back in 1995 or six somewhere in there. And I called Tom and uh, heard he was looking for some part-time uh, help. And I, he hired me. That's when we first met working at Alpine Valley in security. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So you guys go way back. Yes. Very you know. interesting. What, um, Dave, what do you see uh, the most pressing issues in the office? Uh, one of the biggest challenges we have at the sheriff's office, and it's not just Walworth County, it's it's nationwide, and it's um, it's it's looking for people to come work for us. It's, it's a job shortage. We, we When I started in law enforcement, there was hundreds of applicants for, you know, for very few openings, and it was very competitive. And it's, it's still competitive, but we're just not seeing the number of applicants that we had in the past. It, it's, it's been a, a struggle for us in the last few years. Um, there are probably many reasons for it, but the, the biggest uh, issue we're, we're facing is staffing. You know, we, we have openings in our corrections division and our sworn deputy ranks and as well as our um, dispatch center. So, you know, we're trying to get people to come work for us. And again, it's not just a problem in Walworth County. There are other counties mm-hmm. around us mm-hmm. are, are uh, short as well and, and uh, dramatically more short than we are. So I think we're doing okay, but uh, it's just a challenge to try to get, uh, you know, the quality of applicants to, to apply for us. We've hired 
uh, some really good folks in the last few years, despite the shortage. And I'm super proud to be working with them. And they're doing they're doing a phenomenal job for us. I guess my point is we're just not seeing as many applicants as we used to, we used to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom, you wanted to. One of the add- things that I, that I can relate with Davis, uh, I'm currently the commander of the chief of Geneva Lake law enforcement. It's, it's the police department on the water of Geneva Lake. Okay. Sure. Um, when I took over there 17 years ago as the chief or the commander, I would get 80 or 90 applications for a three month job in law enforcement. It wasn't a career. It was, it was a job. Uh, this season I had three, uh, three applications. So it's not just a sheriff's department. It's, it's law enforcement. Ev- it, really is and it really is everywhere yes. too. Yeah, this it's is trickling important, down. important work that, uh, that, you know, with police force and right. we definitely need some good applicants. Right. So if you're listening out there and you are thinking about that, definitely, definitely look into it yeah, for sure. Uh, August 9th, was that two, three weeks away? Are we two weeks away from the election? Yes. Oh I can't gosh. believe that. You, I mean, I seriously. So what sets you apart from your other candidate? I would say it's, it's the experience of, uh, I'm currently second in command at the department. So I'm responsible for, in our 214 employees, the division commanders all report to me. I'm mm-hmm. responsible for, you know, putting together our, our operational budget here for the sheriff's office and submitting that to the, to the county uh, administrator through the finance department for, you know, for their approval and, and ultimately to the county board. But uh, I, I would say to be an effective sheriff, you, you have to look at the qualifications of, of the position and I think if you looked at the qualifications it, it would take to be a police chief, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. Um, you need some experience in law enforcement. I've, I've got that. Right. Um, you need some experience in supervisory, you know, duties in law enforcement. I've been a lieutenant and a, and a captain for almost 15 years, so I've got supervisory and administrative experience. And that, and that was one thing you need as a police chief. And as a sheriff, to, to kind of parallel, a sheriff has actually more statutory jurisdictional authority than a police chief because you get the entire county. Okay. So, you know, just the minimum requirements to be a police chief, you know, I have those things. You, you need those advanced schoolings, uh, the FBI National Academy, which I attended, mm-hmm. the Northwestern University School of Police Staff and Command, I attended that. Um, you need experience in actually performing the job. Uh, and then you need references. And, and my references are, are the current sheriff, Sheriff Picknell, mm-hmm. has endorsed me. Uh, our past sheriff, Sheriff Graves, has endorsed me. The, the sheriffs running Walworth County, Sheriff Beth over in Kenosha and Sheriff Schmaling in Racine, um, Sheriff Knutson over in Iraq, and Sheriff Severson in, in Waukesha have all endorsed me, as well as a numerous uh, police chiefs in the county, uh, uh, the Elkhorn Police Chief, the Delvin Police Chief, Sharon Police Chief, East Troy Police Chief, um, and the list goes on. Um, our county board chair has endorsed me. I've been endorsed by um, our previous county administrator, David Brettel. Okay. Uh, so I got a, I got a, a lot of endorsements that are that are key, and these people are basically my references saying, yeah, we we think this is the best person for. We the, trust the job. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing that sets us apart is the experience, and then also the proven performance. Um, I like to tell people that uh, my my past evaluations show that I'm a high level performer. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, is I kind of go back and, and my grandparents came over from, from Germany in the fifties and with nothing more than a, a suitcase. Right. Mm-hmm. And they had to work super hard to be able to afford a house and be able to afford everything that America has to offer. And they, they instill as long as my, as well as my parents, a strong work ethic. And I've always had that throughout my entire career. Every job I've had, I've been either promoted in or made a training officer. And that, that certainly is true in my law enforcement career as well. And that's what I'll bring to the table as your next sheriff. But with that being said, my proven performance also uh, being consistently rated as a high level performer 
by all my supervisors in the past uh, in my law enforcement career sets me apart as well. So it's the it's the experience that I have in in running an agency. It's also the you know the performance that I that I've uh, had, mm-hmm. and then my choices under sheriff, as Tom said. Um, he has experience working for the sheriff's department. He's been around the sheriff's department since, you know, he was a little kid with his father. Right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's been a sergeant. Uh, he's been our SWAT commander. He's worked in our jail. He's worked in in uh, like he said in dispatch when he was younger. And and those are our our key components that sets Tom apart from, you know, my my opponent's choice for under sheriff is, is Tom has worked in the agency. He knows the agency. He knows the culture. He has experience working in the jail and also in, in, in dispatch as well as the sworn ranks. And, and those are key because there are a few statutory requirements of a sheriff. Mm-hmm. One is to operate the jail and the other is to serve the courts and serve the courts with either the security in the courtrooms or serving the paperwork that we serve, like the subpoenas, the writs, the, the restraining orders. Okay. Tom has experience in all those areas. So he and I are immediately ready to take over, you know, the, the, the reins of the sheriff's office and, uh, that's what I think separates myself as well as my my uh, pick for under sheriff apart from my opponent. Sure. You guys have seen it. You've done it. Right. Your hands have gotten messy with it. You know, like your first day, if you guys were to win, wouldn't be so difficult as it might be for your your opponent who's running. Might Correct. be a little bit dif- difficult Correct. coming in. So you guys have seen it, I done agree. it, you know, you would just step into that role. Yes, just, it would be a smooth a smooth, smooth transition. transition. Yeah. Um, Dave, what do you plan to accomplish in your first 30 days? What are your goals? Well, it's January, right? So we're in the middle of um, trying to close out the prior year's budget. So that's obviously going to be something I'm going to be working on. But the first things I'm going to do as, as sheriff is I want to meet with my command staff. I want to make sure that they understand what, what the expectations are of them as me as your sheriff, and then um, set goals for ourselves, both, you know, short-term, mid-term, and, and long-term goals, and make sure that the command staff and, and myself are are all on the, on the same page as far as those types of things. The next thing I want to do is meet with all the supervisors in the agency and lay out those expectations to every supervisor in every division to make sure they hear it from me as a sheriff, exactly what my expectations are, where we are, and where we want to go. So it's clear uh, exactly the path that, that we're going to be taking, um, one team, one mission together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I want to meet with the entire department. So it's going to take, it's going to take a, f- a few meetings to do that because we have 214 employees working various shifts and days off and all those things. But sure. I want to, I want to take time to, you know, have two, three, four or five different meetings to make sure that I get everybody included and meet with everybody in the agency. So they clearly hear it from me mm-hmm. exactly where we're going in the next four years. Very important. You know, to hear from the commander, from right. in, in, you know, and she, in well, chief. So the buck stops with you. Absolutely. So that's where it's, so then Tom, what's a little bit different with being under sheriff? Like what's you, what do you do day in, day out? Well, I would be more of the hands-on supervision. Dave is running the department, but I'm actually dealing with the, the supervisors, the captains, the lieutenants. Okay. We're going to set the expectations of what, what we want them to do and, mm-hmm. and hold them accountable okay. through effective leadership of Dave and I. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our one team, one mission is not just words. It's heartfelt. When Dave and I had conversations leading up to me being his selection, we realized that, that our vision for a new path, a new direction on the department was not just his vision or mine. It was our vision. Yeah. And when we talked about, I've been around the sheriff's department, like I said, literally my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, the last full department hands meeting that I recall, it was from pictures I had from my dad was in the 1960s. Wow. So 
just what Dave said. He wants to meet with every employee uh-huh. and put a face sure. and tell them what we're looking at, what our vision is, where we plan on being and what we expect from them. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It, it's, right. it is. It's massive. One thing I, I didn't mention, and I want to make sure that I, I emphasize and it's important, is in, in addition to talking to the staff and letting them know what the expectations and goals are, I want to hear from my staff. I want to hear what issues they're faced in all of the various you know positions within the agency. And I want that feedback so we can we can grow as a family and we can do the best job we can serving the citizens of Worth County. You're accessible is what you're saying. Absolutely. You, you're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, I won. And then shoop, you're out the door. You're accessible. Anybody can come to you, talk to you, ask questions or concerns or anything like that. And, and I encourage that, yes. Perfect. Dave, what what do you think that uh, is the most important skill of being a good sheriff? Is it what you were just talking about? Is it listening? Is it being accessible? In your words, what is that? I would say you have to have the competency to, to obviously, you know, perform as a sheriff, right? But I, I think just um, setting good direction and, and um, being a good communicator with your staff so everybody is on the same page and know exactly where you're going and what the expectations are. And Tom, what about you on, on that same question? Well, I, I agree with Dave 100%, but you have to have the knowledge, skills, and abilities, what I call the KSAs, in order not just to lead the department, to walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, I'm going to do something and then turn and walk away. Right. You have to prove and, and, and show the people what goes on. My father told me something years ago, and my father's my hero, my mentor, and, and a great man. He said, son, they have to respect the rank. They don't have to respect the person. You have to earn that respect. Yeah. And you can lose it in the blink of an eye. Sure. And Dave and I are on the same path of, we know they have to respect the positions. We want them to respect us as people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like there's so much of that loss these days. Yeah. And not just in, in, in the police world or like that. It's just law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is definitely that people have lost that respect. Oh, for sure. But in, in the world in general, yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad to see. So nobody respects, um, life work ethic. Right. Exactly. What you've worked for Mm -hmm. your home, your house, you know, your, your cars, anything like that. Um, we're seeing that a lot. Right. And, and reading so many different stories about that. So, right. But, so um, you had a couple questions at the end. Do you want to take one? Do you want me to take one? Some of the the bigger uh, before we what do you, what do you, well, so you I don't want. know what do you want no I don't know what do you want <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the drug um, yeah. problem in Walworth County yep. Yep. and how do we how are you going to go in there and, and what what is what is the plan for that uh, if so, I may I, I spoke to one of the one of the, the drug unit people and he says what are you going to do about the, the the meth problem in Walworth County mm-hmm. and my response to him is why are you asking me what I'm going to do? You're the subject matter expert in it. I'm going to ask you to tell me what you need to better eradicate or work with or to improve the, the drug problem in Walworth County so we don't have a drug problem. Uh-huh. You tell me what you need. Is it money? Is it staffing? Right. Is it equipment? Is it tools? It's not my position to come to you and say, I'm going to tell you to do this when I haven't worked drugs. Mm-hmm. You're the subject matter there expert, you so you come to us and sure. tell us what we need to help you do your job better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That makes sense. It absolutely does. Because yeah, you think you come sure. into office just like, well, this is what I'm going to do, and you're going to like it. Well, wait, you don't even time out. You don't know mm-hmm. what they need, you know, so. And that's what I was getting at before about talking to my staff, because I got correctional officers. What do you need to right. do your job better? Deputy sheriffs, 911 dispatchers, administrative staff. What do you need? Let's get it for them so we can, you know, do our job the best we can. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, 
schools, how can we ensure that our children are safe and how, you know, Shootings I mean, and- yeah, absolutely. What can we tell our children as they're going, my grandchildren, when they go to school, mm-hmm. help us with that. Well, here in Walworth County, um, and, and Tom and I've talked about this a number of times in the past, post Columbine, Colorado, right? Um, he and I were on SWAT for many years together and we've, we've trained hundreds of hundreds of officers and trained with almost every department in the county here. And in Walworth County, um, we've been training together, you know, all the police departments and the sheriff's department for, for many years. Um, we've, and we were on SWAT many years ago. We actually were, were I guess, in the forefront of planning out uh, how we're going to respond on every school in Walworth County. Uh, we worked with the schools. We've had scenarios in most of the high schools. We've, we've trained with school staff. We trained with the, the officers in the county. Um, and, uh, you know, we created plans and policies and procedures on how we're going to respond. And there's no doubt in my mind that any officer in this county um, is faced with any type of uh, inactive shooter in, in any of our schools is, is going to uh, take action and go in and stop the killing immediately. And the second priority is stop the dying. So um, there's no doubt in my mind we're going to continue to train hard. We're going to continue to prepare ourselves. Um, this winter, we're actually working on more rescue task force training. I'm looking forward to, uh, to working with all the law enforcement agencies in the county and continuing our training so that we're the best prepared to, to handle any, you know, tragedy that might occur here in Walworth County. Mm-hmm. We don't need another Uvalde. No, with, no, not at all. So not long at all. And for them to, to come in and absolutely. And we, you know, and, uh, thank you for that answer. Um, why are, why are you the best person for the job? Why, you know, why should people vote for both of you? Well, first off, if I may say, they're not voting for me. They're voting for Dave Gerber. Sure. Dave Gerber's on the ballot. Correct. Um, I'm honored and humbled that he selected me to be his undersheriff. Um, but I come with a vast amount of knowledge, skills, and ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've run a department as the chief or commander of Geneva Lake Law Enforcement with a public budget dealing with four boards from four municipalities. I've also got ex- executive level experience as a director of operations for Alpine Valley Music Theater with a multi-million dollar budget and hundreds of employees. So mm-hmm. I understand not just the working aspect of it, but the budgetary aspect of it, the human resources aspect of it, policies, procedures, and setting it up. Sure. So I come with a working knowledge from the sheriff's office, from a leadership perspective, from a budgetary perspective, from an administrative perspective, to a boots on the ground, cops, copics, mm-hmm. what, what I, I, I think myself to be as a cop's cop. Yep. I don't think people realize everything that it takes for both your jobs. If you were elected to get done, you know what I mean? And with the background that you have, boom, easy, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's not easy here. I am over here like, Oh, Hey, it's easy. But with all of their experience, right? Exactly. It will be doable. Exactly. And um, Dave, what, what do you say that? Why should voters cast their ballot for you? Well, like we said before, you're, you're voting for experience. You're voting for proven performance. Um, like, like Tom said, he has the, the knowledge, skills, and abilities. He's been running a police department. Um, I've been running the sheriff's department. The, the sheriff is the chief executive officer of the agency, if you look at it in like corporate terms. Okay. And as under sheriff, I'm the chief operating officer. So I've been doing that for the last two and a half years. Um, I've been a division commander for you know a decade in two different divisions. So I, I'm, I'm familiar with our budgetary process and working with the various departments. I'm familiar with working with the finance department, the county administrator, the county board, all the other department heads in the county. Um, so I'm familiar with that. And I think if you look at my education, you look at 
my, you know, my, my past performance. You look at the jobs that I've held within the agency and all the administrative tasks that have already performed. You know, Tom talked about the mm-hmm. personnel issues and the evaluations and the hiring and sometimes the disciplines and, you know, all those things that go along with running any company or any organization. I've done that. And, and, you know, the sheriff, you know, he's a hardworking man, Sheriff Picknell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there eight, nine, 10 hours every day. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of sheriff I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the exact same sheriff as Sheriff Picknell, just as he wasn't the exact same sheriff as Sheriff Graves was. But the foundation is there, the strong work ethic, the integrity, the trustworthiness, the professionalism, the compassion, those things are all there. The foundation's there, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to be a different sheriff than Sheriff Picknell is. And, 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 I mean it. I mean it respectfully. Right. Um, so, so with that, I think if you're looking to to answer the question of why me, why why pick myself, and why pick my my chosen undersheriff, it's it's we've been doing the job, and and you know I, I talked about the hard work that that Sheriff Picknell does, but he takes a well deserved vacation once in a while. Not very often. I, I tell him to take more time off, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, he does take the well deserved vacation. And when he's gone, I'm running the agency. Sure, I've done that. Um, you probably didn't even realize he was gone because it, it, it just continues to, you know, to, to move forward. But mm-hmm. I care about our employees. I care about the department. I've given my, my the last 25 years of my life to the sheriff's office and I want to, I want to see it continue to improve. You know, it's kind of like the Boy Scouts motto, leave it better than you found it. Mm-hmm. That's my work ethic. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our motto together collectively moving forward is one team, one mission. And, and, and I'm, what I mean by that is, is the sheriff's office, all of our employees are one team and we're going to be pushing forward, you know, with, with one mission of providing the best service we can to Walworth County. Cause our number one priority above and beyond everything else, our number one priority is the safety and security for everybody in Walworth County. That's what you, I think that's what you expect out of your, out of your law enforcement, right? Absolutely. Safety and security. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Wow. Very good to end on that. Oh I my believe. Gosh, I know. know. I was so. going to ask you guys if there's anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to mention yeah, really quick. Absolutely. If there's anything extra you wanted to um, I don't think so. Um, I just I just ask respectfully that that um, those that are listening out there that you vote for experience, you vote for proven performance, um, and you compare myself to my candidate. You'll see that that those are the two biggest things that uh, differentiate us. Is is again uh, the education, the experience, and the proven performance. And I, I ask for your vote. Uh, I'll do the best job I can as your sheriff, and I'll continue to to move the department forward. And I will ensure that we're prepared to be the safest uh, community that we have. Um, and what I mean by that is Walworth County is in the middle of some pretty big metropolitan areas. We're within an hour drive from Milwaukee, Chicago, Rockford, Beloit, and Madison. But when you come back to Walworth County after being in those areas, do you get that kind of that sense of I'm home? Yes, absolutely. I feel mm-hmm. safer than I would in those areas. Yep. And I want to make sure that it stays that way. That's awesome. It I is very that. awesome. All right. Some other hard hitting questions. I was just going to say the that real hard hitting questions. The real hard hitting questions. <laughs> They're both like, oh no. The 173rd Walworth County Fair is coming up very shortly and uh, coming up at the end of August, actually. August 31st is opening day. All right. We need to know favorite fair food. Who's going to tackle this one first? And is it on a stick? Is, yes. It used to be. Oh. Is Swiss on rye? On a stick? It used to be Swiss. Cheese boiled or fried in rye bread, Swiss on rye. I don't know if it's on a stick anymore. Oh, oh never wow. heard of that. Oh, I haven't either. Okay, okay, Swiss all right. Rye. Swiss on okay. with marinara and or ranch. Ooh, oh, ranch dang. for sure. Okay, mm, that okay. sounds delicious. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now I'm hungry, Dave. What about you? <laughs> I can't think of the name of the of the of the stand, but they sell the best barbecue sandwiches ever. They come on like uh, two pieces of Texas toast. 
phenomenal. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, have you okay. had that? Yeah, I'm sure you've had it. I, you know, I'm after she, coming off of rib fest. Oh gosh, that's oh, all I'm thinking about is barbecue right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and now we're switching though towards the Walworth County Fair time. So, but yeah, we're gonna have to hunt that down then. That sounds good. What about yours, Courtney? Okay, so it's right over by the Animal Barns. Uh huh. And it's the cinnamon roll the size of your face. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I mean, like mm, it's just the cinnamon so, rolls are outstanding. It's like you could just you could do. Oh, I know. You know, absolutely. When I used to work midnights, <laughs> we'd line up back by the cattle barns where the, yes. the cinnamon yeah. was in yeah. the morning, like five o'clock in the morning yeah. when they were feeding everybody. Oh. Yeah, we'd pull through in our squads and grab them. So good. And milk or coffee with it. Oh my mm, gosh, yeah. so delicious. I I make sure the last day to take some home. I yes. get to go, and that way you just extends a, extends a fair a little bit longer. Mine is the steak Sunday. I was just going to say it's the steak yeah, Sunday. Yeah, baby. I knew it. Uh huh. Have you guys steak ever Sunday. had the steak Sunday? Oh, oh, oh snap! Gosh. I think it's um, is it Deanna's steak Sunday. I it it's down by the racetrack. Okay. You you won't uh, you'll have to hit that up this year. It's good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> just ask us. We like <laughs> yeah. Food. Just ask us. You'll find us around the fair around right. the food. So, who's your favorite podcast? Is there a doubt? <laughs> We're here, right? That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> They're looking at each other I know, like, like, oh, geez. Oh, where are we at? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Who are these uh, ladies? No. Well, I'm Melody Judge. I'm Courtney Bieber. And we really, really appreciate both your time. Dave Gerber for Sheriff, Tom Hausner for Under Sheriff. We really appreciate your, you coming in uh, here to the office and uh, sitting down with us and discussing these very important issues. Uh, topics and, mm-hmm. and telling us about your background absolutely. and what, what you're going to do going forward. If you are elected on August 9th, make sure that you get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything unless you vote. You exactly. don't, you know, so you have to get out there and vote. You don't have the right to bitch if you don't vote. Right. All right. You heard it from the Biebs herself. Well, that's because that's because I don't have the FCC anymore. <laughs> have true. you noticed since we since we started our yes, podcast? I yeah. swear a lot. More. You do. <laughs> you do. And that's gonna wrap up uh, Bold and Blonde. And I'm Melody Judge. And thanks for shopping at Melody Mart. See you. Bold and blonde, here we go again. Woo! Woohoo! We gotta be serious again. Though. I know. Oh. I, 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 these guys look like they're fun, though. I think we'll still we'll be serious. Very but we'll serious, still absolutely. Be able to have some fun. What we're talking about is the Walworth County Sheriff's race that's going on. Um, signs, signs everywhere. everywhere signs. signs. Talking. Oh, yeah. Keep going. No, that's it. I'm oh, done. I'm okay. done. <laughs> well, there are a lot of signs out in Walworth County, and you'll see Craig Konopsky running for Walworth County Sheriff, one of the signs that is out there right mm-hmm. now. And guess who we've got in front of us? We do have the Craig Konopsky, uh, like Courtney said, is running for Walworth, Walworth County Sheriff. Current Sheriff uh, Kurt Picknell is going to be retiring at the end of the year. And here we go. We have Mr. Konopsky in the house with us, along with with his uh, would-be appointed undersheriff, Daniel Derrick, in the room with us. Hi, guys. Welcome to Bold and Blonde. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much for being here. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so we're just going to start off. I want to know right away your experience. What experience do you have, Craig? Uh, Currently, I have 24 years in law enforcement, uh, 21 with the Walworth County Sheriff's Office, I started my career with the city of Greenfield, Milwaukee County. Oh, hey, shout out. 
I'm from Milwaukee County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, That's I, was right. bo- I was born and raised in Milwaukee County. Me too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm a Bayview boy. I'm a West Dallas girl. Okay. Oh, oh snap. I don't, I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're from Milwaukee County, then you're kind of like in a club, not a gang. I don't want to say a gang, but you're yeah, in a club. You're in a club. Yeah. Okay. You're in the club. I, unfortunately, I'm not in the club. She's not. She's from Iowa. <laughs> from Iowa. So, you know, there <laughs> you go. Kidding. That's that. But, uh, so go on. And I spent uh, 13 years in the military uh, serving in the Navy. Thank you for that. Thank no, you for your service. No submarines, though? No submarines. We were talking off air about submarines and how Ooh, I don't think yeah. we can no. do that. No, not at all. No, definitely not. Um, all right, Daniel. Yes. Tell us about your experience, your background. Uh, born and raised in Lake Geneva. I have been to Milwaukee, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So lived in, lived in Lake Geneva, or the immediate area, my sure. whole life. Walworth County. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Okay. I've been in law enforcement for 31 years. Wow. So, um, okay. My entire career with the city of Lake Geneva. Awesome. What made you both go into law enforcement? That's a good question. Um, initially, my dad wanted me to be an electrician. He wanted me to get into the trades. Sure. But when I got out of the service, I, I worked odd jobs. You know, I worked hospital security. I worked maintenance. And I don't know, for some reason, I just decided to go to uh, college for uh, criminal justice. Mm-hmm. I earned my associate's degree from Milwaukee Area Technical College, mm-hmm. uh, put myself through the police academy in okay. the same school, and then uh, I just started applying all over the state. Nice. And it just took off from there. And that was it. Then they were stuck with you. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, Daniel? I, I fell into law enforcement by, by chance. I, oh, okay. I, was, I was one of those people who graduated high school, barely didn't really have a life plan and was just kind of going nowhere. I worked at the Chevy garage in Lake Geneva and mm-hmm. got to know some of the police officers that came in on a regular basis. And sure. One of the officers in general kept asking me to come and ride with him. And he said, Dan, you'll love it. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. So I went on a Friday night and rode with him. And, Ooh, on a Friday night. I too. was just going to say, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The first 20 minutes it was, I was hooked. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Absolutely. 31 years later, I'm still hooked. Still hooked. I think that probably gets in your blood. It does. You know, yeah. I mean, and it's family. It's your family. It is. You know, yeah. so and, and, I understand and that. My, my, my family's from Lake Geneva. My, my grandfather was the fire chief. My dad's the deputy chief. My brother's on the fire department. So a long line of sure. being involved in the, in the community. And it, sure. I just fell into it. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been a good career. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Like so, um, all right. So, Craig. What is the most pressing issue in the office you are seeking, in your opinion? Uh, currently, right now, it's probably recruitment and retention, uh, getting new deputies in um, and keeping the ones that we have. Sure. Um, recently, we've had a lot of uh, senior guys, senior deputies mm-hmm. retire early. Uh, they probably could have stayed another three to five years, but... Uh, in the current climate, they decided to uh, retire early and, and leave and seek other jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Why do, you, why do you think that is? I mean, if you want my personal opinion, I think it's due a lot to the current administration that okay. uh, runs the sheriff's department right now. Okay. Gotcha. That's so, good to know in your opinion. We yeah. need to know this. Yep. Yeah. You know, we definitely so want your That's opinion. why you're running. You want to you make Correct. some changes. So, I do. So that's good. Yeah. So what... Um, Let's say, you know, you get in your first 30 days. What are your goals? The first 30 days. What do you want to do? Uh, the first 30 days is probably a first command staff meeting and just let everybody know that uh, from this point forward, accountability is going to be huge. Okay. All right. Um, this profession and everybody that's in law enforcement, 
you know, the public expects us to be held to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I plan on exceeding that. Okay. Okay. So let's say now 90 days. 90 days. um, Reach out to local departments. Uh, Because when I started here, it was, Walworth County was at one point the premier law enforcement agency in all of southeast Wisconsin. Okay. Because when I started here, I would have guys from Delavan, Whitewater, even Lake Geneva. They'd be like, well, you're a deputy. How did you get in there? I've been applying for years and I haven't gotten in. Oh, really? I don't know. Luck of the draw. So what's happened to to that way of thinking? I came in under Sheriff David Graves, and I believe that uh, David Graves did a, did a very good job of running the department. He was engaged with his people. I remember a couple of times being a third shift deputy, brand new, going to sit down for shift briefing, which at the time the shift was 11 to 7, mm-hmm. sitting down for shift briefing at 11 o'clock, and Sheriff Graves walked in. You know, and of course, everybody's like, well, Boy, the sheriff's right, somebody's sure. oh, in trouble. Oh, right, right, exactly. Yep. But he would just pull up a chair alongside of us and just kick back and say, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was engaged with his people. Down That's to so earth, important, yeah. accessible, right? You, yeah. And every time, even as a deputy, whenever I had a problem, I could that I couldn't solve through my immediate supervisor, I just walk into his office and talk to him. He had an open door policy, mm-hmm. so oh, I like that. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So. Oh, go ahead. Then that's what I plan to continue. I like that. Yeah. So how long have you guys known each other? Oh, boy. I've been with the county 21 years, so it's... We've, we've crossed paths. Somewhere right. along that line. Yeah. That long. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So, Craig, why <clears throat> did you select Daniel to be your undersheriff? Oh, uh, Basically because of his reputation in the county. Okay. Um, he's a stand-up guy. He's got a lot of honor, a lot of integrity. And I personally wanted to bring somebody from the outside into the sheriff's office to help me straighten it out, okay, so to speak. Okay. And I wanted somebody from the outside who had no ties to the interior, mm-hmm. uh, no who's your buddy, who's your pal, no friends, no ties, no nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some fresh eyes, fresh ears with fresh ideas. Gotcha. And then, Daniel, why did you accept Craig's offer for that? First of all, it's who wouldn't want to be the editor sheriff? Yeah. I respect Craig. I've known him for years. And sure. Honestly, when he asked me, I was completely blown away. So Really? Okay. Yeah. I was I was um I was honored and, and completely shocked. Yeah. So it so, didn't take you long to say yes. You didn't have to think about it. No. Okay. No. Um no and and, and he he had approached me earlier in the year and said he had a, a group of people that he was vetting to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. And I never heard anything after that. And then he asked me and I said, Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, uh, so I've been on the street for 31 years. That's what, that's where I've been. Other than eight months, I worked in the drug unit back in 94. Okay. Um, I was on SWAT for 20 years. Um, I've been a field training officer. I'm a firearms instructor, um, active shooter instructor. Um, I went to Northwestern staff and command. I've got a lot of boots on the ground experience Definitely. and with 30 years on the street, mm-hmm. I feel as though I'm very qualified to help him rebuild the organization yeah and i'm excited to do it i'm only 51 i'm i mean i'm young it takes in law enforcement it takes you a long time to get very proficient at your career and then all of a sudden you're the old guy and they (laughs) send you off to the side so at this point in my career i'm still active i'm still motivated i'm still energized and 
Let's being, do this. Being yeah. given an opportunity to go into an organization and build it up and make it better. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. So what are your goals then for the first 30 days? So my, my first 30 days. So me as, as an outsider coming in, I'm going to need to learn a whole new organization. Mm-hmm. So I've had other people that work at the sheriff's department say, what are you going to change? I don't know. I want to learn. So first and foremost, I'm going in eyes wide open. I have some ideas and Craig and I have discussed some of those ideas as far as organizational things. But realistically, the first 30 days, I need to get to know the inner workings of the organization, get Mm -hmm. comfortable with it, and then start looking at what works, what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you do have the fresh eyes. Yes. You're going to be able to see, oh, nope, don't like this, like that, yes. you know, where this is working, this isn't working yeah. and, and make changes according, mm-hmm. accordingly. Yeah. So, I, and I, your 90 days now. So, so now, I guess, depending on what our first 30 days reveal, sure. at that point, then we need to sit down and come up with a plan between the two of us, as far as what we're going to do and what my responsibilities are. Sure. And um, honestly, patrol is, is my bread and butter. That's where I am. So that's where my heart is. Um, I'm very much a leader in Lake Geneva that likes to take care of the people that I'm tasked with leading. Mm-hmm. And that is obviously one thing that I want to communicate with everybody right away is we're here right alongside you, you know? And so 90 days in, we'll start to pick away at the things that we think we can change mm-hmm. and rebuild the things that need rebuilding and, and go from there. Absolutely. That's a, that sounds very, very good. Um, So, Craig, what do you think is the most important skill of being a good sheriff? Um, Being a people person, taking care of your people. I believe that a leader up at top, um, what I've always been taught in the military was that the troops eat first. Your good commanders will take care of their troops, which will then in turn take care of you. That's, That's pretty much my bottom yeah, philosophy right there. Analogy. Yeah, I like that. Kind of mm-hmm. got chills. Like, it's servant right. leadership. Yeah, it, it's servant absolutely. leadership. You know, a lot of times, and I don't mean to step on Craig's thing here, but a lot of times people that become managers and are supposed to be leaders mm-hmm. feel as though they're better. Right. They're smarter. Yep. They have mm-hmm. better ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm the exact opposite, and Craig is the exact opposite. We don't have all the ideas. We're not better than you. We're here to make sure that you have all the tools to do your job and, and we're here to serve you. Yeah. You're going to listen. Correct. Take it. Yeah. yeah. I think that we can all, it's at some point in our life, we've all run across the boss, boss or, the job or, that, or, you know, somebody in our life that feels that way. And, well, and, you know, yeah. so absolutely. I'm I the can, boss and that's yeah. the way it's going to be. And it lists, it's Pond my sand, my way yeah. or the highway. Right. So, right. And that's right. definitely good to not listen to, you listen to your people and, and you I know, think to it, your employees. In, in, in law enforcement, there is times even with me as a sergeant in Lake Geneva, there is times where I'm the boss and this is what we're going to do because sure. of expediency. Right. But a lot of times I will defer to other people in my organization for questions. Yep. You know, I'm not an accident investigator, so I will call our accident investigator and ask him questions. I don't know all those things. Yeah, so, sure. You know. And you have to, you have to rely on your resources. You have to rely on the people underneath you that they're going to do their jobs. You have to surround yourself with good people. Because they're only exactly. going to lift you up, yep. exactly. you, know, you know, in your position. And that's... And the people that have their expertise, then you can count on them. Absolutely. Correct. And go forward. Um, okay, so what endorsements have both of you received? As far as endorsements go, um, I don't think I really have any endorsements. You know, big names or anything like that. My daughter. Hey, there you go. That's the only I mean, endorsement I need. Yeah. There you know, that's when right. it comes to family, that's what's <laughs> absolutely. I got the wife and the son, the family and yes. the friends. And yeah, yeah. Talk about what, so you have, you're married. 
I'm and married. you do have a son. Okay. Married 29 years. Aw, okay. My son is 25. Okay. Uh, he's currently up at uh, uh, UW-Stevens Point. He's in graduate school for uh, physical therapy. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Exactly. So, you know, as far as endorsements go, I don't know if anybody really pays attention to that. Uh, I'm the outside, the outsider coming in. Sure. You know, where Dave is, he's part of the 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 inner establishment, if you would call it that. Okay. So he, he's going to get the endorsements because he's the current undersheriff. he's already... I see. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm the guy from the outside trying to get in, mm-hmm. you know, so the people are kind of hesitant going, eh, I don't know. He's not at that level yet. So okay. I, I, see. I, yeah, I don't know what they're thinking is. It, and, and I'll tell you though, I've been to a lot of events with Craig and, and he's, he's too kind. I, the biggest endorsement I've seen for Craig is people wanting to come up and speak to him. Uh-huh. He's a thoughtful listener and people walk away shaking their head. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always a handshake. Thank you very much. I mean, people are really engaged with Craig. And I think that that's something that you can't, you can't put on a sign. That's right. something you can't yeah. fake and either. You, right. Right. you know, because you know, yeah. when somebody is going to be in the moment with you and is looking in your eye and really want to listen to you. Yes. And we've all had, yeah. I don't know, like I said, in, yep. in our life or politicians or whoever, it's like, oh, but when you have that one person, it's like, you know what? They really, they want to listen to me. You know, when you've been heard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and Daniel, tell us a little bit about your family life. Uh, like I said, I've lived in Lake my whole life. I'm married coming up on 13 years. Okay. And uh, I have a little girl. She'll be six in September. Oh, awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Sally. She's, hey, Sally. Hey, Sally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. And uh, it's great. So that, I mean, just... Uh, Married, to, got married in 09, and, and my mom and dad still live in Lake Geneva. They own a business in Lake Geneva. My okay. brother works with them. Okay. So we're all pretty pretty grounded yeah. in this community. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So, Craig, what what is your take on, how, how are you planning on keeping our community safe with the drug usage and selling and, you know, just trafficking in, in Walworth County? Well, basically, uh, fentanyl is out of control right now in Walworth County. And our current administration has reduced our manpower in the uh, Metro drug unit. So my plan is to bring that back up to where it was in its heyday. Okay. So that we have more agents out there working cases and uh, making more arrests. Mm-hmm. I think it's huge. And right now, I don't know if, it's, if they're even paying attention to it. That's very scary to hear. Just the fact that... I've been out here about seven, eight years now. And when I found out how much drugs are out here, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. You think about little rural communities and stuff like that. And I was like, but, oh, wow, you know, we're not we're, talking about Milwaukee County. Right. right. But you we're know? right in the way between Chicago and Rockford and, and, and yeah, Madison. So we're, and, yeah. And, and, yep. and that's the issue with Walworth County. We're right in the center hub between, you know, Rockford, Beloit, Milwaukee, Chicago, Madison, Green Bay, mm-hmm. and it's you know all the big hubs for the dope trafficking, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you need more more boots on the ground, basically, Correct. and yeah, uh, to, to catch these these the mm-hmm. drug pushers. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that Craig's run on from the very day one is is law and order, and so him and I have spoken about this. And, and when it comes to drug investigations, to do very overt and covert drug investigations and get the word out on the street that it's not going to be tolerated anymore in Walworth yeah. County. Right. You know? and, and working in Lake Geneva is for 31 years, mm-hmm. we see our fair share of those things as well. And yeah. it's, it's 
throughout this country. Uh, mm-hmm. Just today on the news, they were saying they seized in Arizona 320,000 fentanyl pills. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. So it, it's, and, and people think, well, that's down there in Arizona, but it's all coming up. It's pushing, they're, it's pushing it's going everywhere. Our area, yeah. you know, yes. and if you have little kids, if you, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a scary world, yeah. it is. very scary world. And Absolutely. on top of that, then, um, other than drugs, how are you planning on, there's so many school, school mass shootings and, and that type of thing. How can you assure as much as you can to keep our kids safe in our schools? Well, we have to start with training. I mean, the last time that our department held any active shooter training, I think it was five or six years ago. Oh, wow. So we need to get back into the schools. Like right now in the summertime when the schools are closed. Sure. This is a perfect time for us to get together with local law enforcement agencies Mm -hmm. and get into these schools and do this training. Okay. So I would increase that, you know tenfold if I could. Right. Absolutely. Do any of, um, you know, Bigfoot or anything, do they have some of the security in the classrooms already? Some of the stuff that you've seen yeah. on the news? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of our schools in Walworth County right now are very locked down secure. Okay. Where around the building, you're not going to have any open doors. Okay. And there's going to be one entrance point and one exit point for people to come in and out. Um, usually outside the school, there's a camera out there with a buzzer. They got to get buzzed in okay. to a lobby area. Okay. And then they got to get buzzed in again to get into the office. Mm-hmm. So you have that right now. Um, Lake Geneva has a school re- resource officer. I know Delavan does and Elkhorn. Okay. So that's basically a, a police officer that's there all day. Yeah. They call them uh, school resource officers and village of uh, Walworth has one as well. Okay. So, but not every school in this county has one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that we need one in every school, right? Or, or, I mean, yeah, because you just like, never know. You just right. never yeah. don't. I mean, Uvalde. I've never even heard of Uvalde right. until it was on the news. Correct. And we don't want to have Lake Geneva, Delavan be mm-hmm. like that. Right. You know what I mean? We have enough reasons why Wisconsin sometimes. Stop, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, in, in, in Uvalde, Texas, not to get off topic, but. That was the perfect storm as far as a sequence of events that took place. Sure. What I can guarantee you, and and I've taught active shooter now for 15 years to, to law enforcement, is our officers would not stand there. It just it just wouldn't happen. And and we have really, really good officers here in Walworth County that are very yes. proactive. Yes. Um, our departments are much better equipped than even the inner city, you know, whether you're talking about Kenosha or Racine or Milwaukee. Sure. So where we fall short is we are smaller departments. So we're relying on all those resources. And as Craig said, we need to, we need to get all the departments working together. To Absolutely. Do that okay. yeah. But, but Uvalde, Texas was, uh, it was an anomaly. It, it, it was. And, and there's no way so you can sad. defend anything that happened there whatsoever. Sure. Whether the teacher propping open the door or the officers in action. I mean, it was absolutely right. terrible. Right. right. Um, but it would not happen here. No way. I fully believe you on that. Yeah. I really do. And that's we good have to great know. Officers that's good here. To, yeah. So, right. and I, I do believe you on that. Nobody's going to let any, anything happen to our kids. Cause it, isn't, isn't the motto, is it to stop the killing and then, or what, you know, so, yep, stop the killing, stop the dying, stop the dying. And, right. and, and we've gone even one step further in a lot of the, the schools. So, um, there's something it's the, the acronym is TCCC or tactical combat casualty care. So basically it's, it's battlefield medicine that we've, in Lake Geneva, at least, we've equipped all of the classrooms with these medical kits and oh. trained the teachers in how to apply tourniquets and occlusive dressings and things like that. Because when the killing stops, there may be injuries that it might be 15, 20 minutes until 
we can get EMS to them. So the teachers have to be trained to do those things. Sure. And there was some pushback initially on that, but, okay. um, and I understand they didn't sign up to do medical intervention, but I think that the but world we live in, in this day and age, today kinda, you do. Yeah. You, either you're part I of the think, problem I feel or part like of the that Courtney, we should know, you know, I mean, you just never I know. I think everybody should know Absolutely. how to do a little bit of, you know, yep. CPR training, for sure. this or that, you know, yeah. it's just, it's the way things are. Absolutely. It's good to know. And, and it's, it's, it's everyday things. I mean, when you, when you think of any active shooter response, if you take that training and apply it to being with your family at Walmart or being on vacation, right? it's not just going to happen in a grade school. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be, uh, it could be any type and, of a, a situation. And that's where, just at churches, yep. movie theaters, any, you know, it's, it's happening We've, all we've all seen over. it all. And I just think that everybody needs to be prepared right. as citizens. And watch your surroundings. Correct. Mm-hmm. So something. Yeah, I mean, going back to the training thing with uh, the sheriff's department here in the last uh, five or six years since we've actually had the training, we've had at least a dozen senior officers leave. So in that time, we've filled those slots with a lot of junior guys who have never had the training yet. Gotcha. So that's another issue. Yeah, that is an issue. That definitely is an issue. Craig, why should people vote for you? Um, Number one, I'm not a politician. All right, I'm a cop. Uh, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So when people elect me as sheriff, um, I'm a law and order type of guy. I'm going to keep this uh, county safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm also running in a constitutional platform where um, any unjust laws or mandates or anything like that, I don't plan on enforcing any of that stuff. If it violates the U.S. Constitution, I won't, I won't enforce it. Okay. Anything else you guys want to add that we might not have touched on? Um, you got the anything? floor is yours. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah definitely. For having us. We just wanted to to let the people of Walworth County hear both sides. Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, maybe they might not have been able to make it out to some of the events that you've been at, and maybe they listen to the podcasts. And so here it is. This is who's running, mm-hmm. and and it's both. Republican. You're both Republican. Yes, candidates. we're both running on a Republican, on Republican. ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. why the primary is so important on August 9th that uh, whoever wins that primary will go on to the November ballot and then the loser is out. Okay. Gotcha. Good to know. Ask about Very that. Good I know. Because isn't in November, that's when people can vote for the governor and all that. Yes. And, right. Okay. Yes. That's when everybody's that's, on the ballot. That's the big. It's the general. This election. is still yeah. big. But, but that's what I was going to say. Every election, every vote. Your vote matters every time that right. you do cast your ballot. Yeah, so absolutely. we encourage everybody to get out there and vote on August 9th. Mm-hmm. That is election day. We do have a couple other questions, though. Really hard-hitting questions. Super hard. Very All hard. Right. All right. Me. Are you ready for this? The Walworth County Fair is coming up August 31st. I mean, it's almost August, right? It's almost, so August. almost there. It, we're <laughs> almost there. We are in full force ready to, uh, to uh, have the 173rd Walworth County Fair. What's your favorite food on a stick? Favorite food on a stick? I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm an old fashioned guy. I kind of like the corn dogs. The corn dogs it good? is. Hey, I love corn dogs. <laughs> this one over here, Melody, hasn't had a corn dog. I, oh, you finally did what, I last finally year? I finally did last year. I, mean, I tried my first corn dog ever. Ever. Really? Isn't yeah. that like in the food pyramid? Like, here's your fruits and vegetables. Yeah, every time you ketchup. go to any fair anywhere? Never. I've corn never dog. had, no. Ketchup on like corn, no. You're from mm-hmm. Iowa, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Iowa Alleged, corn, doesn't it go together? Iowa. It's it's just the bread. Like, it's, ketchup doesn't go on well, cornbread. It goes on a bun. Isn't that or you, you could put mustard. Yeah, you or can mustard. Do mustard. You can yeah. do relish. Mm. You can do whatever you right. want. Absolutely. Hot sauce? Well, I don't I mean, like it. 
<laughs> I'll stick with my mini donuts. Oh, <laughs> mini donuts. Mini donuts oh, yeah. and cinnamon rolls. Daniel, what about you? Favorite fair food on a stick? Or off a stick. Or off a stick. You got to go with sweet corn. Oh, sweet, corn. sweet corn. It yes. is. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, how, how, how really not? How I mean, Midwestern. And, Isn't that great? Well, and, yeah. and then, uh, Just honestly, Wisconsin. my favorite food here at the county fair is the Malone's saltwater taffy. Oh, I love saltwater yes. taffy. Oh, yeah, my gosh. So good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's like to be addicted to methamphetamine, but. It's got to be something like. We'll see you right out there, right? We'll see you Pretty much, yeah. Like sugar sweats because I've eaten an entire box. Yes. Sugar Absolutely. sweats. Yes. We get the meat sweats. Yeah, we get the meat, sweat, meat oh, yeah. sweats. At, at but now Red the Fest. sugar sweats. Oh, okay. So good. That's like, like a that. daily thing. That's true. <laughs> it's coming down from it right now. <laughs> okay. And then uh, last but not least, what's your favorite podcast? Oh, that's easy. Yeah. This, yeah. One. <laughs> this one. Absolutely. <laughs> the one you're on. The one we're on. Absolutely. Hello. He's like, which one are we on again? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, are you guys going to be at National Night Out? Will we be able to see you guys there at National Night Out coming up? Yes, um, we'll be there. At the Walworth yes. County Fair, Absolutely. of course. Yeah, and uh, we encourage everybody to get out and vote on August 9th. And hopefully this has uh, helped you, um, you know. Answer some of your questions. Answer some questions that you may have. And if you have more questions, people can still reach out to you. You're on Facebook. On Facebook, yes, absolutely. And just, yeah, any questions you have, reach out. All right. That's going to wrap up our Bold and Blonde podcast for today. As always, thanks for shopping at Melody Mart. See you.